Let's see if I remember how to do this. Welcome to Party Pooper Podcast with, who are you? <laughs> Always, I'm me, Okay, Alethea, and a, you're who? I'm Phil. <laughs> that didn't sound too certain. Well, so before we had dinner, I took half of a uh, weed gummy, and I don't, I don't think it's hit me yet, but, um, and I'm a, kind of a lightweight, but... Anyway, I just, if I start acting strange, then you'll know why. Um, it was by a brand called Collab Project. Oh, you took the Collab one. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't know anything about. All I know was uh, it said weed gummy and I bought it. Do you know, do you have any information about it? Uh, the weed gummy, are you putting me on the spot here now? Well, no, there's that specific brand. Or- uh, yeah, we get, we get stuff by Collab. Um, I think... Collab are part of, um, I feel like they might be. You're, you're killing me right now. So, I'm sorry. No. I'm just trying to remember if they're partners with. With all these sounds. Just, I'm trying <laughs> to remember. I don't want to mix it up because they're either under the same housing as like 48 North uh, and, and like Gavitas and. Um, so let's ask a more general or question. Or maybe maybe actually they're under the same one as Haven Street. I feel really awful. I should know this. Okay, so what I want to know is, is there any difference, like if I go to the weed store and I'm looking at weed gummies, aside from if I'm concerned about specific ingredients, you know, like I don't want any gelatin in my gummies. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, is there any difference at all in, in the edibles? Like what, because like when you, let's say you were going to smoke weed, you know, there's like different flavors and there's like you know indicas and sativas and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. it feels like you know choosing your weed actually makes a difference like it it's an actual decision that you make for a reason because of the flavor and what you're looking for but with it with a weed gummy you know usually it's very small and you just pop it down the hatch and it's gone so i'm not worried about flavor i really don't care what the flavor is at all and because i'm not going to be chewing it for a long time anyways and it really it doesn't seem like there's much difference in in what I've experienced as far as like uh, the different type of high or whatever. It's always kind of the same thing. So I'm just wondering, is there a difference? Is there such a thing as indica or sativa gummies? Um, does the actual strain of, of plant that it comes from have a difference on your high at all? Does it have a difference on taste and does it matter at all? Clearly, I was distracted trying to find the information, but um, Alethea was staring at her phone the entire time. I was trying to find them, and now she's going to pretend she knows what I just asked her. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, to be fair, I also took a gummy, and I took it before I ate dinner because I didn't want to wait forever after eating dinner, and I took a whole one. So yeah, maybe I'm, I'm a little distracted. I got focused on something else, but um. Actually, I do find that it makes a difference with the gummies, the flavor. I, I personally don't like, I don't like eating a gummy that tastes like shit because already I have a hard time with like certain vitamins that I take that are gummies that don't taste very good. So the last thing I want is to take like a gummy, like a, you know what I'm saying? It can happen that gummies don't taste very nice. I don't like wanting yeah, medicinal taste or... I haven't had one that I didn't like. super sweet. And um, and really doesn't really make a big difference to me, so... Yeah, I had the Wana. I know those are vegan, too. Um, I really like them. So what are you drinking right now? Because it's a pretty interesting beer. Mm, this is really good. It's called the Backcountry Brewings Did We Just Become Best Friends Blackberry Pie Sour. And that's from Squamish Brewing. Squamish, Squamish Backcountry Brewing, sorry. Squamish, B.C. 
Yeah, and listen to this. It says, this kettle sour was conditioned on vanilla, cinnamon, and nearly three, thank you, 3,000 pounds of blackberry puree. Who doesn't love Velociraptors, Good Housekeeping, and John Stamos? Now let's go do some karate in the garage. What does John Stamos have to Cheers. do with this? Well, because he was in um, in the uh, in the show there about him being like a, a housekeeper. Full House? Uh, no. He was Uncle... No, before that, uh, he was on another show that was really, really popular when I was growing up. Like, um, oh. Shit. He was, uh, you know, Mona was the mother. No, and um, there was Alyssa Milano was the was the little girl, well, a teenager, and she had like a little brother. No. And then you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I'll f- I will find the name of that show because that's going to drive me crazy. So you continue to talk about something. Else. Well, I'm also having uh, a backcountry brewing beer. Um, it's called. A warm glass of shut the hell up. So uh, a warm glass of shut the hell up is actually a strawberry mint sour. Um, and it's good. Like the mint is super refreshing. It kind of just punches you, um, which is appropriate with the title, I guess. And the strawberry isn't, it's not super sweet. It's a very, very flat, hollow strawberry. Um, so it's very muted and it's kind of like a, a more of a back ground flavor which i so i i appreciate that because i don't like super sweet things oh man so did you find it did you find a name of the show yes yeah i guess uh i was thinking of tony danza and who's the boss but um because they're i think they're referencing to john stamos not while he was in who's the boss because that's not where i was thinking of him from at all um he was part of general hospital Oh, yeah, I didn't ever watch that. Or maybe they are referencing Who's the Boss. I don't know. Velociraptors, Good Housekeeping, and John Stibbs. Velociraptors would be Jurassic Park, so maybe they are talking about Full House. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Jurassic Park, I think it was the 90s. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was Full House, I think. Yeah, I still want to try that beer that you have. That that actually looks really good. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. So we've been away for a while. Mm-hmm. I know we missed uh, a week and a half, technically late. Um, it felt like way longer than that. Yeah, because we had recorded those episodes with Clayton in advance, and the previous episode we had recorded in advance, so we were we kind never, of on our game before, but then but this month But we were supposed been, to do an extra Halloween because I had a specific topic I wanted to talk about for right? Halloween. We didn't, we didn't do any Patreon bonus episodes at all. Yeah was crazy and yeah so i mean yeah it just i mean i didn't expect to be as busy as i am yeah a new either. job lots of uh responsibilities yeah. lots of super extra time <laughs> yeah working yeah. at tons of hours at home and at work yep and i just started a new course at work so it's been kind of we're actually doing i'm on night shift for two months straight so it's a little, it's a little challenging, mm-hmm. you know, not having the same days off and stuff and having, uh, like a weird, weird work schedule. So yeah, we almost had to throw in a towel, but then we decided, no, we've got some more talking to do to the mm-hmm. interwebs. But also my schedule should be able to get like more regular now. So then we can put the time aside instead of just, yep. you know, cause usually I'll, I was doing a lot of double shifts and I find it day off you just want to sleep or just do nothing you know yeah for sure um so we actually switched uh podcast hosts did you know that i remember you um, remarking that to me at one point actually i told Alicia that she was right all along because she originally suggested that we go with with, uh, (laughs) anchor and i decided to go with buzzsprout now buzzsprout was awesome like they're super great Super easy to use. The mm-hmm. service was good. Everything was good. But I decided to switch to Anchor because I got a notification on my Spotify or something, or I saw an email somewhere about it. And Anchor said, because Anchor's owned by Spotify. Mm-hmm. So that podcast host says that if you use them, then you can include music, full songs from cool. Spotify in your podcast. Now, That's I, awesome. I haven't actually used 
this feature yet, but I'm going to for this episode. Awesome. And so you can insert a song like in the middle or at the front beginning or wherever you want. You can choose where to put it. And I thought it was really cool because we, we pick songs every episode. Yeah. So it'd be nice to just play them at the end. And so if anybody doesn't want to listen to the songs at the end, you just, that's it. You're the, once the music starts, you just shut the podcast off and it's fine. But anybody that just wants to listen to them instead of hunting them down or whatever mm-hmm. can just keep listening. It's just like a bonus thing we can do, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll see if it works. Yeah. This is going to be a test this episode. Cool. So we had lots of interesting things happen lately. I mean, we had an election here. They oh boy had lots of stuff going on down the state. So stressful. Very stressful. Been crazy. People are losing their minds. COVID is suddenly fucking come back with a vengeance, mm-hmm. which, which we all expected. People expected, yeah. But what I didn't expect is how obvious it was that that was going to happen and people even despite all of the shit they've been seeing on tv and in the news and hearing they still are playing the i don't believe it game yeah i think people don't realize that like the numbers now are worse than they ever have been so it's not like it's a a mini wave it's like a full-on resurgence plus right i think that thanksgiving probably didn't help that at all um, and then, you know, November American Thanksgiving. So it's gonna, it's gonna be rough. And then if thanks, and, and they showed that Thanksgiving actually did have an impact to mm-hmm. the Canadian COVID numbers, mm-hmm. which showed that it was, you know, a bad thing that people another, were all getting together and not being careful. And they, then since that's true, you can only imagine what Christmas is going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So might be a while yet before we're out of this shit like yeah it's i mean i'm definitely gonna be like whatever it is whatever part of me that believes that there's way more going on than what we know and whatever part of me is just like i don't really give a shit at this point i don't want to catch anything i don't want to get sick with the fucking flu that every year i'm wondering is this year i need to worry about a flu shot or fucking shingles or shit i I don't want to worry about any of that stuff and the people that i see on a day-to-day basis like it or not there are some individuals that you know they're in unfortunate circumstances and um yeah we're trying to like we got masks to be able to give out to them and stuff like that but like it's brutal like there's they're so sick and stuff and like sometimes they come in to get warm and you know I don't know. It's just like, and a lot, a lot of, we're right in the heart of like a lot of uh, restaurant activity too. So it's really scary when you hear like, you know, something happened in a restaurant. Yeah. There's been two restaurant outbreaks now in the last month. Three. They found a third at the same place as the second one. Yeah. There's actually been 15 cases since yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So two incidents at one restaurant and then another restaurant had an incident. And, and, uh, and like some of these places we see their staff that come and everything. So it is freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and then I have customer that said, oh, you're so much prettier without your mask on, which was like, what the fuck? That weird old lady, man. She, First of all, like how. She's like an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer. Anti-feminist. What the fuck? That's like a man telling a woman you should smile. Yeah. It's fucking, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah, now I'm swearing a lot, so. (laughs) So I did get a flu shot this year. You always get your flu shots, don't you? And, well, I I usually do when it's available to me and, you know. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I found out afterwards that flu shots are made with chicken embryos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mostly. So, like, something like 70% of all vaccines are, are... manufactured using uh chicken embryos to grow the virus in or whatever whatever it is that they're growing Mm -hmm. and then something like 20 something percent were made with quote mammalian tissue quote okay i know what that is but i have to admit the first thing that came to my brain was man boob tissue Well, no, but it said mammalian tissue. I know, but for some reason my brain And that is the most vague possible thing you could say. The tissue of a mammal. Oh, that's gross. It could be human tissue for all we know. but It's basically whatever's whatever's on tap the month they make that vaccine. (laughs) Did you know that mammals were named after the boob? 
Well, I guess I did, or else I wouldn't have even yeah. went there. After <laughs> memories, yeah. Um, no, I did none of that. But so yeah, I was really horrified. Oh well, that makes sense because you and you suckle on it. It's a it's a <laughs> characteristic of the. I don't I don't know what the correct species I guess conversation all, all, them, me all the species of mammals. Uh, yeah, so I was pretty upset about that. Uh, I have subsequently found out that you can get vegan um, vaccines, vaccines, but it's it's quite difficult to get your hands on. You have to ask your doctor. They have to order in special, and there's like it is possible to do it. But um, it's never been tested, probably. No, this it's just a different. No, it's their plan to wipe all vegans out. Well, I mean, there could be <laughs> some kind of allergy. I don't, I don't know. There could be another reason why someone mm-hmm. couldn't have the un, a regular vaccine, and maybe they would need a vegan vaccine. But um, yeah, it's just a different manufacturing process that doesn't use animals. So I'm going to look right. into that. I don't know what's going to happen with the COVID vaccine and all that stuff one day, but we'll figure it out. So, and in the future, I'm going to just try and get vegan flu shots because I feel really bad now. You know what's really ironic? How many things that go against our principles that have suddenly become things that are our life, like that we actually have to be like, fuck, like like maybe we're not going to have an alternative, like a vaccine. If you can't get a vaccine, then you have to take it and it's made with animal stuff. So that's one thing. But like also, like I was saying to you earlier, with all this stuff happening, all of a sudden, like, there's so much more disposable, single-use stuff, despite they saying they're get rid of some, getting rid of some of it. You've got all these disposable masks and everything and other stuff that people are using and gloves and all that stuff. And, like, here, Oops, just before all this happened, we were, like, pushing really hard for the environment and all of this stuff. And That's what I – that was actually my point. Yeah, was I, I saw an article recently about how – uh, no matter what we do, even if we shut everything off now, uh, the future plans for climate change and saving the environment have to include not only reducing all of our carbon footprint, mm-hmm. but actually sucking carbon out of the air now. Like we're past the point like where we can't keep up now because uh, climate change is like a self boosting phenomenon mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as the ice melts there's less ice to reflect the sun rays and it gets warmer and there's you know uh greenhouse gases being released from the ice itself and then the less ice there is the easier it is for the ice to melt and blah 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 so um it's just it's 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 like a snowball effect and the snowball has got, gotten so large that we actually need to suck carbon out of the air actively in the future in order to have any chance at all which is just Totally insane. And we've been talking about climate change and environmentalism and stuff like that as, uh, you know, civilized nations, like the first world nations Mm -hmm. of the planet for decades now. And people still aren't on board. The world still hasn't turned this shit around. Yeah. And so if we can't even do that, which is a worldwide problem, like what hope do we have for inter-country, interstate, inter- Mm-hmm. racial stuff or whatever if we yeah, can't yeah, all sure. get on board and just fix the planet then there's no chance that we're going to be able to fix like all the bullshit and infighting and consumerism mm-hmm. and single-use plastics mm-hmm. and i just i i have zero hope for the future period yeah it's pretty pretty fucking glum i gotta say but you know we just gotta kind of find ways to you know keep on being the most conscientious that we can be because the time that we are here, I mean, you just don't know, right? We don't know how things can turn out. So, like, we just have to act as if what we're doing is going to make a difference somewhere down the road. Yeah. You know? I was listening to a good song in the car called The Eco-Terrorist and Me. I think it was by Rise Against. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty... Pretty good song if you're angry about climate change. Just saying, maybe go check that one out. Yeah, but it's not going to be my song for the day because I already I picked a different song and I'm sticking to it. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. I lost my train of thought now. Okay, well, t- you tell me when you remember. Um, oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I did want to mention something good, um, which kind of is against environmentalism maybe Uh well no it's just it's not like it's 
when you think about uh, transporting stuff with trucks all over the North America and whatever, mm-hmm. like it's not a very environmental thing to be using all this diesel to transport everything everywhere right, and blah, blah, right. blah. Anyway, but yet, that being what it is, and hopefully in the future having electric big rig trucks and stuff and trains and things, um, I've been listening to, well, I can't say I have been listening to, I listened to in a crazy binge session and have been diligently waiting for new episodes. Uh, this podcast that came out called Over the Road. And Over the Road is this podcast about driving a big rig mm-hmm. and the trucking world and like the microcosm that is tr- truck drivers and uh, traveling all over North America. And it's hosted by this guy called Long Haul Paul. <laughs> and he's got like the most like you know classic americana radio host silky smooth voice really you know velvet on chocolate ice cream oh my god (laughs) you're gonna have an orgasm over there (laughs) you yeah okay well anyway yeah it, it it might even be like an asmr thing but um uh over the road podcast with long haul paul this guy's voice is so great and it gets better because long haul Paul, not only was he a truck driver for, well, he still is a truck driver. He's been a truck driver for decades. Mm-hmm. He also is like a musician and he writes songs about trucking and puts them on like YouTube and stuff. So he's kind of like a mini oh musical celebrity in the trucking world. I I see a record in our home in the future. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if Long Haul Paul has records and stuff, but... I'm sure you'll find it if he does. Yeah. Actually, I should... Yeah, I'm going to look into this. Anyway, but the, that's not the point. The point is he's he's interviewing people. He's talking to truckers. He's talking to people involved in and around the world of trucking. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, like, uh, like, there's this special banana dessert or something that's, like, super famous down in the States and, like, this specific oh. highway... I like, forget. It's called a nanner nanner pudding. A what nanner nanner pudding? Yeah, nanner nanner pudding. Oh, that's funny. Which is based off the word banana somehow. And anyway, um, anyway, it's a special dessert, and there's like a bunch of different truck stop, like little restaurant, diner, truck stop uh-huh. places uh-huh. on this highway, on this stretch of highway, and they all have nanner nanner pudding. And he goes and talks to all of them and talks to other people to find out like which one made it first and then how like which ones are the copycats and which one's the best and stuff. But there's like so much history. Cool. And yeah, he he talks to all kinds of truckers. It's really cool. So that sounds really cool. Oh, now I want now I want banana pudding. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I binge I binge listened to that over like two or three days. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm sad because I'm waiting for a new episode. So long haul, Paul, if you're out there. Uh, I know you're a busy man, but we could use some more songs and stories, please. I just binged, uh, like, I don't know, uh, Hunting at Bly Manor. and um, On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. I was just really determined to, to finish it, and now I just started The Queen's Gambit, which I really like already. So Cool. Yeah. I just started another podcast called Ear Hustle. Oh, yeah, I, I have that. Have you tried that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've only listened to like one or two episodes, but so far it's pretty cool. It's about these guys. Um, well, there's like a lady host, and then she goes and helps these two guys, I think, in prison. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the podcast from prison, and uh, it's all about prison life, but yeah. like from real inmates talking about real shit. like. Mm-hmm. Even like stuff that you would think is kind of mundane is like everything. Yeah, like yeah, like for sure. how to pick a roommate, how to get a, a roommate, or like how the roommate system works, and like there was so many layers That's to gotta that. That's be terrifying. So many layers to that. Yeah. I had it just sucked me right in. So yeah. yeah, it is. It is pretty hard. Like imagining the situation that they're in and the life that they have and and all that stuff. Like it's definitely brutal being in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also really interesting to hear about that and also I think pretty cool that they can share their experience and let other people know like what it's like. And I think if everybody heard a story from someone that was in prison, like that came from like a 
really honest, genuine place. Like, and these guys seem like, you know, they are good people on the inside and everything, um, that they would have a little bit more empathy later on when looking at, you know, sentencing legislation and, you know, what's illegal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you just, I don't know, it's depressing when you think about how many people are in prison for weed. Yeah. For like super minor offenses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's crazy. Getting a criminal record and having a hard time getting a job and all this stuff. And it's just, uh, there's, there's definitely some things in the world that it's like sad that that's hurting people in that way or whatever. But yeah. I mean, say what you want about breaking the rules and whatever, but you know what I mean? So yeah. So check out your hustle. It's actually, it's more, it's more positive than it is sad. <laughs> I was say what the f- like you, you're, you're just like so. If you want to be like super bummed out because we're not bummed out enough, no, it's <laughs> it's I mean, okay. So it is kind of it is a little. I bummy. was all like, yeah, I listened to that, and then just listening to you, I was like slowly like feeling <laughs> myself get down and more down. Okay, good. Well, mission accomplished because I mean it's called Party Pooper Podcast oh, for a reason. That's my job uh, right. to be the party pooper. So <laughs> we didn't do the intro where we talked about what the podcast is, but if you're still around, then you know. This is yeah, what it's sure. about. So um, <laughs> since we did switch to Anchor and I lost all our podcast stats from before. Right. So since we went kind of off the radar a little bit, the most popular city that our podcast has been listened to, do you want to take a guess what state it is in? It's in the United States. Why um, Texas. Did you, just, did you just combine three <laughs> states into one? I don't know, Texas. No. I don't even know. Close. Really? You're warm-ish. But if you were in Texas and then you went west. Virginia? Uh, uh, I think that's <laughs> east, but... I don't know. Uh, California. Oh, yeah. Cool. And there is a town in California called San Jose. Sweet. That's awesome, man. So... Everybody in San Jose, hello. Hi. From uh, I love California. BC, Canada. I love California. Vancouver I had a, Island. I had an aunt um, that lived in California. Well, an aunt, and I had two cousins and an uncle that lived in California. And my mom and I would go often to visit them. And they lived in um, Orange County. And they lived in, I think it was Orange County. And they lived in... Uh, Oh, shoot. I can't remember the other place. In a shoe? No, no. I can't remember the name of the other place in California where they lived. Did you ever meet Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Of course not. Did you ever go skating on but the beach? I went, on, I went to Venice Beach, and I loved Venice Beach. Like, I loved Venice Beach. And once we went to, um, oh, shit, it was another beach. Bon- Oh, fuck. Newport Beach. I already, I really like that, too. I had a really fun fun uh, night there. Earlier, I said skating on the beach, and what I meant was, like, skateboarding. Yeah, that's what I understood. Beside the beach. Yeah, I, I understood. Okay. All right. I would never not equate that with ice skating. Okay, good. Know. Good, good. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. I have never been to California, but um, I'd like to go sometime, I think. Yeah. Like, you'd leave one super prone earthquake place to go visit another super prone earthquake place well if we went down there i'd like to sail down take a sailboat take a sailboat and sail all the way down the coast go see seattle and then keep going and uh go down to california and then we could keep going and go to mexico Mm -hmm. go to baja california or whatever and uh or baja mexico oh man i'm so messed up anyway uh there's still a lot of places in Canada I want to, like, we didn't fully get a chance to visit, no. like, Jasper, and, you know, like. I know, it's just, like, now what are we going to do? We got to wait. Yeah, we got to wait, but we got to wait for everything. You got to wait for your boat, my dear. Right, what do you say? <laughs> of course we got to wait. I know, well, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll get down there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and my point was, if there is a giant earthquake, then we can just, as soon as we hear about it, we'll just start sailing out to sea. Oh, I'm sure that. To avoid the tsunami. That, that That's exactly how everything works out. Good. I'm glad you believe in me. Okay. So, uh, speaking about Nanner Nanner Pudding, um, I wanted to talk about 
my vegan tip of the week, which is, first of all, remember to take your B12, everyone. I thought you were going to say you wanted to talk about your nanner. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. Uh, everybody, take your B12, 2,500 micrograms per week or whatever. Go check out nutritionfacts.org and whatever, or Google it. And uh, vegan tip of the week is to have a healthier breakfast and or late night snack. Mm-hmm. I have found my favorite breakfast now is smoothie bowls. And I didn't know smoothie bowls existed until oh, I saw Derek Simnet make them ages oh ago. Oh my God. Where were you living? I don't know. I mean, I, I had... You were under a rock. You were under a fucking iceberg, Previously, eh? I, I had used to train quite a lot um, athletically. And I was familiar with protein powder and shaker cups and making smoothies to just drink. But I didn't realize you could make it into like an ice cream like texture substance and then eat it in a bowl. Like it's you literally have ice cream for breakfast, but it's not ice cream. It's amazing. But when we used to make nice cream. Yeah, but that was like a dessert. That wasn't a smoothie. That was just a specific... (laughs) It's the same concept. So anyway, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, basically you take uh, like a blender cup or whatever and you, like I use the Ninja Blender, but it's like super, super loud, but you can use mm, magic yeah, bullets, but your your blender has to be able to handle frozen fruit, which is pretty intensive. Like if you if you wouldn't put ice in your, ice cubes in your blender, then don't, don't do this. But anyway, you put a little bit of water in your blender cup thing and you put some frozen banana in there. And then you just add other frozen fruit, like oh, I do it with. Um, I still include my greens when I do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Lisa likes to put yeah. vegetables in there, but I, I, <laughs> I keep it. Yeah, you can do that, but um, and it's a good way to get some of that stuff in mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily. If you don't happen to like eating a lot of kale well, or whatever, you can disguise it inside of your fruits. So uh, frozen banana, frozen fruits. Then I usually put like a scoop of protein powder or like all-in-one powder that has like greens and protein and stuff in it. And then uh, sometimes I will put uh, some turmeric and cinnamon in there because I don't like to take, I don't, you know, eat turmeric in like capsule form Mm -hmm. or, and I always forget to put it on my food. So I just remember to sprinkle it. And honestly, I don't even taste it. I like when it's all done or whatever, I don't even notice that it's there. And then, um, what else? Uh, you could put a little bit of plant milk in there or just some extra water. So here's the key. Unlike making a regular smoothie, you just put less, way less water. So you want it to have enough water so that your blender doesn't just free spin inside of a giant ice cave that it creates. Mm Mm-hmm. So you want it to have like enough liquidity to drag the stuff down and get mixed up in the blender, but you don't want any more than that. And so you just blend the crap out of that and then it makes essentially like this frozen smoothie thing and that's like ice that cream. In the summer, you gotta eat it fast or else Oh yeah. That's yeah, used yeah, yeah, to yeah. happen to me on the regular. It would get all soupy and gross. Anyway, I dump that in a bowl. I sprinkle some walnuts on that. I, I take a I coat the entire top of it in like half a centimeter of ground flaxseed because I love that. And I love the crunchiness that it makes mm-hmm. when you combine. Oh, so good. Anyway, and you can even sprinkle some extra frozen berries on top just to show where the stuff came from or what's in there or whatever. You can sprinkle like shredded coconut, shredded dry coconut on top. You can put dried berries, dried fruit. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You can put like a date. I mean, Co- a date nibs. would be pretty it's already going to be sweet enough because of all the fruit, but anyway. No, like mulberries. Yeah. And or then cranberries. you can still sprinkle cinnamon on there or do whatever you want. And cacao then, nibs are good on there. And then what I do <laughs> is I not take... not acknowledging my cacao I don't know what cacao nibs. nibs are. They're the little, those little things made from cacao. It's like little, they're little shavings almost, but they're hard. They give it crunch. They're good. You're reminding me of Portlandia right now. Wasn't that her safe word? <laughs> Wasn't that their safe word? Was like cacao? <laughs> Uh-oh. I think Alethea's going to spit up her beer. Swallow. <laughs> Do you remember that? Am I imagining that? or <laughs> It was their safe word. Was it cacao or something else? I thought it was cacao. <laughs> Maybe it's cacao. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure it was. Anyway. 
Fred Armisen's a pretty funny guy. Um, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. So finally, you have your smoothie bowl, you have all the cool sprinkles and stuff on it, you grab a spoon, and then... You can put your omega oil on the top of that, too. Yeah, you can. And... Um, <laughs> Downplay my oil. Well, because when I put it on, you say it smells like candy, or it smells like... Uh, it... Um, <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> cotton candy or something, or it's yeah, it's fine. Okay. I, mine smells like candy too. Okay, you're thinking of me saying it that just I makes don't like it your weird. Vega powder because it smells like gross berry puke, and okay. I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, and then the pièce de résistance is I take uh, plain Cheerios. Okay, he takes. Let's let's be honest here. Uh-huh. You take. At least two cups of cereal. Like, your mound of Cheerios is about the same circumference and depth <laughs> as your fucking bowl. Like, it's crazy. It well, looks like you've got, like, a, a bowl made of purely from Cheerios <laughs> on the top of your other bowl. Anyway, it's awesome. I love, I love playing Cheerios. It's too much. You <laughs> do the same thing every day. You walk out with it, and then they, like fall off onto the floor and you go oh oh and like as if it's so so shocking that they're falling <laughs> off onto the floor and then you like try to rush to get it over like i watch you try so hard to make it from the kitchen to the, to the living room well, but that's setting. why but that's why i bring the box of cheerios with me and i only pour it on top once i get there now God. see i'm adapting and overcoming and then that way when i'm halfway through i can add more cheerios into the bowl but it's crazy because you would never eat that many Cheerios with milk. So I, 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 I don't get it. Well, well, I mean, that's what I had for breakfast and lunch. I haven't eaten until dinner yeah, time. Yeah, I guess. I know my fucking, my food schedule is completely messed up because of work. Like, completely. Oh, um, for smoothie stuff, mm-hmm. if you really like coffee flavor, I remember when I was younger, I found out that you could just use decaf, uh, Instant decaf coffee. Oh, yeah. You do that in baking all the time, I know. too. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. It was like, it like blew my world. So amazing. I don't do oh. that now, but. And, um, yeah, I was telling you before that let's just say you do want to have a bowl of cereal, but you're really not in the mood to have anything thick, and you're kind of, like, bored with your soy milk that's unflavored or your almond milk or whatever your non-dairy milk is that's not mm-hmm, flavored. Mm-hmm. If you have bananas, you can take bananas. They don't even need to be frozen. And you just blend them with water. If you blend them with coconut water, you're getting a little bit of uh, extra, uh, I guess, electrolytes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you just blend them with water. You could even put a little bit of ice in there if you want to make it super, super cold. And then it's like you have, like, this banana, either water. like a banana milk. No, it tastes like banana milk. Or like you were having a banana milkshake that didn't have a lot of ice in it or something. It's quite delicious. Cool. Yeah. Could you? So, But that would be weird in coffee, right? Uh, I think it would probably curdle, but I don't think the flavor would be weird because it would be no different than if you had like a, uh, coffee liqueur, banana flambe, flambe or something. Mm. Oh man, that sounds good. I should make that. Yeah. I'm thinking like mm. banana, hot chocolate with flambe banana on top. That's <laughs> cinnamon. What was that? that thing we used to watch that youtube channel where they used to make all the food and we did your birthday where we like tried to replicate it epic meal time epic meal time <laughs> it sounded like something from epic meal time. yeah yeah i i mean before i went vegan i was i was like a meditarian mm-hmm. like you would have never in a million years imagined i was such a dick too like i used to tell i used to say if you were vegetarian that I was going to sponsor you and eat twice as much meat until you stop oh, being stupid. Boy. Like I was really like a total a-hole. And so. What the, why? Because I was just an idiot. I was just a but, huge okay, idiot. Okay, so you've got firsthand knowledge of why people are so ignorant. So like, please tell me like what makes yeah. you like that? So it's, it's about being like stuck in your own little world and being so scared to be wrong or just not even caring about any other point of view really Mm -hmm. at all. I just, I wanted the stuff that I wanted and I, you know, didn't have any idea how bad it was for me or Mm -hmm. what was involved, where baking came from and I didn't care. And that's it. I just thought, yeah, Epic Mealtime on YouTube was cool and uh, bacon strips forever and, you know, Whatever. I just, I felt like I was part of something, I guess, or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I get it. 
And then vegetarians would just seem like fucking aliens to me. Like, I just didn't understand why anyone would eat that way. And now I'm like, oh, vegetarian, uh, you're not trying hard enough. Like, yeah, I know, it's so weird. But for me, I never even really gave it much thought to the different kinds of whatever. You know, I just, everybody did what they did, and that was fine. And then the second that I, like, my me being vegetarian for a long time had nothing to do really with, with animals. It was purely just a a personal taste thing and like not wanting to just eat that. But I didn't really think a lot about it. I didn't really think that much. I know that's terrible to say, but I didn't really think that much about where my food came from. Like, yeah, me neither. Never, you know, but then it was like, I, that weird light bulb moment just, you know, happened. And then you're just kind of like, you couldn't not think about that. Yeah, it's like a red you know. a red pill moment, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. And now I like try to remember that moment all the time and I'm thinking like it always plays out different in my mind the moment that that I made that choice and I just I can't I don't know what the real real moment was, you know what I mean? Does that make I think sense? I think mine was when I watched the documentary End of the Line. Uh-huh. And I saw how horrible the fishing industry was and just environmentally how devastating it is even and just you know just how terrible it was and how much, you know, evil the fishing industry was causing mm-hmm. on the planet. And it, I think that's, that was my breaking moment. I don't remember exactly when I watched it or anything surrounding that. I just remember that movie being like a tipping point for me. Yeah. And it's so weird. Like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that the, the good part about me being a hu- super huge douche in the past uh, about vegetarians and whatever is because is. Uh, the good thing is that now I'm completely immune to being criticized for being vegan. Like yeah. nothing yeah, yeah, anybody true. has said to me is worse than I've said to other people. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't care like that. And, and I mean, you, I wouldn't care anyways. Cause it's not like this is a personal preference. It's right. a sincerely held belief. It's like, yeah, a, for sure. you know, an ethical framework, mm-hmm. you know, of my social beliefs now. So, yeah. but still, um, it, it makes it extra, no fucks given when people criticize right. me because I'm just like, I've been there, yeah, bro. I don't, care any, I don't care anymore either. It really did Talk to me it. in 10 years and we'll go for vegan burgers, you know, yeah. like whatever. I mean, it did bother me in the beginning a little bit. Um, and I also felt like I had to get upset at everybody that wasn't vegan, but I don't really, it's not like that anymore with me. Like I just see things differently. But um, I think it's, it will, it just seems weird that I was so almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like hypo- hypocritical because I was super into like against the cruelty to animals and stuff like that. But then I was still eating them and then it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, and you see that in like, uh, Joey Carpstrong's videos yeah, a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so I would say that's probably what made it for me. I, it, it would, if I had to really go back and see, where this all started it was really you know actually there's a really cool video um joey does a lot of videos but there he was doing one of those things like uh where he has like a sign out on a table and he invites people to come talk to him like mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. like i don't know uh something something prove me wrong whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so there was this dude george that came up and talked to him and then during that conversation he realized that he was a hypocrite and he Kind of like instead of just talking to him and then like being like, all right, whatever, I'll try it. And he left. He actually really had like a a moment in his mind where he realized like, oh, my God, like I can't I have to change or whatever. And so he was super lost, though. Like once he realized that that's what was happening, he's like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like how how to vegan like i don't understand like what i'm supposed to do like what am i supposed to eat now like he was totally like lost you know really and it was really funny because um he seemed like really genuine and stuff so so then the conversation switched to that and then joey was trying to give him some tips and stuff on like how to shop and so fast forward like a week or whatever joey took him shopping at a tesco's or whatever in in england and they filmed it and so it was really funny because there's this dude and he's like going around the grocery store and like Joey's trying to like teach him what nutritional yeast is and like yeah. how to get a good deal on buying plant milk and like which one works well in coffee and which one doesn't and whatever. And uh, it was really funny watching him go through the grocery store and like have to 
check and he's yeah, like, he's like, sure. I have to read all the ingredients yeah. and everything. And I'm yeah. like, oh man, welcome to veganism, buddy. Lucky me, I did that anyways. <laughs> I used to drive people crazy how long it take me to read the ingredients for stuff. So I actually, that doesn't phase me in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's so normal. many memes about but, reading ingredients. Yeah. List. But now the only thing is it extends to literally everything, not just food and drink, you know, like everything you use. Now. I didn't even realize what I was getting into I at first. No I was either. like, okay. I, thought, I was thinking food. I wasn't yeah. thinking it was going to extend into like every single part of my Yeah, I was like, okay, existence. I'm not eating meat anymore. And the next thing you know, I'm like, is this toothpaste? Uh, okay, mm-hmm. or like, did that vaccine I just get? Like, is that a problem? Should I be wearing these wool socks? Yeah. Uh-oh, where did my coat come from? Do they have ethical practices with animals there? Where did this dye come from? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a crazy, oh, crazy was, rabbit hole. But this, don't get discouraged. It's, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it still surprises me when I'll say to somebody, oh, no, I, I can't have that. And they'll be like, why? What, in, what is that is not vegan? And I'll have to be like, well, the sugar or like something that completely doesn't even like, like, like the coloring or whatever. And they're like, holy crap. Like, I didn't even think about that. I Usually, think uh, gel- gelatin gets people a lot where they're like, yeah. what do you mean you can't have this yeah, candy? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, well, gelatin true. is made from like skin and hooves and shit yeah. from pigs mostly and whatever and that's gross so they're like oh <laughs> yeah like uh, i feel i feel weird about marshmallows now like, Ew. well you should it's gross gotta get some dandies yeah um so anyway uh if you're if you are vegan out there great if not it's okay uh, but either way, whether you are or aren't, that Joey Carbstrong video mm-hmm. where they show George around the grocery store, I thought was really funny. So uh, go check it out. And then afterwards, they go back to George's place, I think, and then they cook up a, like two different kinds of fake bacon and have bacon sandwiches and stuff. And George talks a little bit and they talk a little bit. And he was like, I don't know, they basically do like a grocery haul. Uh, That's cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And it was different from like the normal stuff that Joey does. Mm hmm. Although I like all his, all his stuff, so. Cool. Yeah. Man, I like, I don't know if I've been talking really fast or if my brain is slow and it just felt like I was talking fast, but I was talking at normal speed, but I was perceiving it as fast. You just you just made me think of that, that uh, scene in Train Spotting where the guy is sitting down, he goes for his interview or something, and he's like talking super, 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 super fast. <laughs> That's really funny. Cool. So? So what are we going to do about our scary stories that we've got in our pocket? I can't wait till next Halloween. That's so far. Well, um, how about you save your scary story for the next episode? Okay. And we'll play like the scary theme song. Okay. And that way everybody will know. Because I actually don't have a scary story right now. Um, And I don't know if I will. Well, now you've put it out there, you ding-dong. What do you mean? Now you're going to have something scary. Oh, come on. Like, uh, the universe has to, doesn't have to be like that. Like, they don't have to have it out for me just because I said it. And it, was, that, it wasn't an invitation, okay? <laughs> well, let's just make this really clear to any forces that exist out there. That was not an invitation this is a moment for to you have right a scary now story to for say me. this. I'm just having fun with it. I don't actually believe that there's any forces in the whoa, universe. Whoa, 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 You can't. But just in case there are, I'm knocking on wood and yeah. everything is fine, okay? Right. So I've. We did uh, just get by Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, and it was um, some kind of special day. Like it oh, was like be day. it was like be a good neighbor day or something. International. Oh. And it happened to fall on Friday the 13th and it was That's just kind funny. of a weird juxtaposition or whatever. Hmm. But Yeah. I mean, there could be cultures out there where 13 is a lucky number. Yeah, for sure. You know, so, yeah, just because some person says it's creepy doesn't mean that it is. Hey, I know something we could tell everybody to watch after they finish listening to us. (laughs) It sounds like you you think that I know what you're talking about, and I have no idea. No. (laughs) Sorry. No. She's not setting me up for a line no, that I have. No. I don't know what's happening. I, I was just sitting there and I was thinking like I had the theme song from um, The Good Doctor in my head and it's driving me crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so then I was like, oh, yeah, we got to make sure we tell everybody to watch that because it's so great. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, can't it, wait. I also can't wait to get the last season of um, Superstore. So Good Doctor does kind of bum Alethea out. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, it's sad. I don't, I don't usually like sad, but it, but I tolerate the sadness because of the interesting story. It's got uh, highs and infer- lows. Not storyline, just more of the stuff that they show there. But I think there. Um, we're on season three right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And this season seems to have like a little bit more extremes of like oh, yeah. lows and highs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. It's more graphic with stuff. The uh, emotional stuff is all a little heavier than it usually is. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays John, what an amazing job, oh right? Oh, my God, like the, the actor, Sean Murphy, the dude, the kid. I can't remember what his name is, the gentleman. I don't know how old he is. I don't know if he's... Dr. Sean Murphy. No, no, but that actor. Oh, yeah, I don't know his name. He's the same uh, He's the same guy that's in Bates Motel, and he's fucking awesome in that, too. Like, wow. Amazing. So, yeah, you can go check out The Good Doctor. It's it's a good show. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like say anything about it because if you haven't heard about it, like I don't want to do any. It's, I don't remember how it starts. I don't want to give any spoilers. It's not like uh, and and nothing. Not that there's anything wrong with these shows that I'm about to mention, but it's nothing like an ER or a Scrubs or, a Scrubs or um, I don't know a Saint Elmo's or Crazy Anatomy. Elmo's Street or whatever the fuck that Saint Elmo's. Hospital. There what? was a fucking. There is a hosp. There was a hospital. All creatures thing. great and small. Or maybe the hospital of Saint Elmo's. Anyways, whatever. I believe it was Saint Elmo's. Does anybody out there know what all creatures great and small is? No. Has anybody heard of that? Like, if you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, and you know what all creatures great and small is. I mean, I know it's a poem. Oh, well, it's also. Oh, it's I a don't, prayer. I don't want to spoil it. Or if no, you know what that is, if you <laughs> know what that is. Uh, email us at partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can tell me what that is, then I will give you a shout out on the next episode. And maybe I'll let you pick a song. Put a song pick in your email. All right. I just feel like nobody has ever heard of that shit. And it was like my main show as a kid that I watched. So I don't, I don't think so. Anyway. So, yeah, go check it out. I used to watch 321 Contact. Do good doctor. That was my show as a kid. I loved that show. It was a science show. It was awesome. I've never heard of that one. Three, two, one. Contact. No? You don't know it? Contact as in stranger danger? No. Or electrical contact? And then the, then or alien the contact? Like, what does that mean? It's it's a science show. It's amazing. Okay. Cool. There was also a Spanish show that I used to watch, and I don't know why, because nobody in my family is Spanish. That's okay. But I found the channel, and I was like, I really liked it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um. So do you have a song pick for this week? I don't know. It feels like a bit of a bummer, but it's also really relevant. Also, I had two. You have two songs? Well, really, in reality, I have three. Oh, my. All right. You can have two. Because, no, come on. We've been far away for a long time, and two are adjacent, so... Yeah, I said you could have two. No, I need three. Three. <laughs> That's I a, really need three. Okay, Come is there on. is there a one that you could pick no. that you want? That, <laughs> no, just wait three. for wait for me to finish. Is there one that you could pick that that you would want played at the end of the episode? Uh yes. Okay, so let's start with that one. What which one is that one? Ego death. By who? I think it's Tiga and Kanye West and FKA Twigs and. I don't know other people okay i really like it and what is that going to go on happy poopers or cozy poopers oh it doesn't sound like a cozy pooper song. <laughs> it's not a cozy pooper song party poop uh, like a the bar party one the happy poopers i guess it's really not okay yeah throw it in there whatever it makes me happy to hear it so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about uh we started the podcast with a playlist on spotify called happy poopers i put it in a moody poopers playlist and it's more of like a party house party playlist kind of thing but i like and the song i could see this at a house party i would i would get down to this at a house party and for uh for the fall for autumn we decided to make another playlist <laughs> the second playlist called do you do you think it was funny the way i said autumn mm. Autumn. Oh my God. 
We've broken her again. <laughs> Autumn. <laughs> I said it. I just I glitched a little bit. Um, <laughs> we made another play was called Cozy Poopers, so that it could be like more, you know, quieter songs and cozy songs and yeah, like songs you listen to in a cabin yeah. with friends or maybe without and just alone. So check out the show notes for the links to those playlists. Um, It doesn't always work. I think if you just search on Spotify for Happy Poopers um, or Cozy Poopers, I don't think. I still didn't forget about my other two songs, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. So uh, anyway, those will be in the show notes if you don't know what they are. So first one is Ego Death for Happy Poopers. Yes. Do you want to hear mine or do you want to do your other two? No, I want to hear yours. So mine's going on Cozy Poopers. It's by my favorite holiday musician mm-hmm. richard cheese oh yes you turn you turn me on him that's i like that that's pretty funny i like playing richard cheese because he does covers of pop well, not pop but popular mainstream songs mm-hmm. uh often metal and rap hip-hop songs alternative 90s and alternative rock kind yeah of song. yeah um and he takes all those songs takes all the lyrics that we love and grew up with and then he turns them into jazz songs, like lounge music, jazz kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I like that it's all the same kind of uh, beat, like the same style. And it's like really. swing. Uh, it's swing style. It's like, yeah, that's it, what it is. Yeah, I guess. It's like loungy swing. I like that he turns it all into lounge music. Yeah. So for the holidays, it kind of oh, sounds yeah, okay. like holiday Maybe not music. Swing. I see what you mean. It, it yeah. kind of it sounds like kind of like holiday music, but then when you listen to the lyric, you're like, "Did he just say?" It sort of sounds like what like, did um, he just say? Lounge slash elevator, but and I mean that in the nicest way. But like elevator music from like the '50s or something. It's got that really old retro. Yeah. You should uh, you should go check out Richard Cheese. Um, my neck, my back. He does a really awesome cover of that one. Awesome. But the one I'm picking for our playlist is Nookie slash Break Stuff. He does kind of like a mix-up of Nookie Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit, and I thought it was awesome. So that's my song pick of the evening, but I highly encourage you to spice up your holidays and just, I don't know, just play any assortment of Richard Cheese music. What are your other two songs? You know what? Maybe I won't. Maybe we'll just leave it at the one that I picked because I feel like the songs I have are kind of super bummy. Well, you could put one on the Cozy Poopers playlist because everybody, you've now psyched everybody up to hear two (laughs) more songs, which you were fighting for hard. All right, fine. One of them is Mirrored Heart by FKA Twigs. I was listening to her yesterday, like all day. Well, not all day because I was working, but. um, FKA? FK Twigs. I was working, not working, slash, you know what I mean? So when I came home, I, I put that on, and I was just listening to it, and it was awesome. Um, and then, um, oh, geez, yeah, the whole thing with everything that's been going on. Kesha came out with a song called, uh, my God, I want to say Change, but I don't think the name of the song is Change. It is Here Comes the Change. I was close. Anyways, it's fucking... I, I love Kesha. I love her voice. I really enjoy her music. Her whole story is just nuts. And yeah, I love it. Cool. She's good. Well, maybe next episode you can tell me what happened with Kesha and her manager and all that stuff because I really have no idea what happened. So I'm interested That's if you want to oh, look I've up got some the, factoids. <laughs> I've got all the details. Yeah. You'll hear it here. Not first. From my inside, my inside sources. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm just going to leave it like this. All we're right. not going to play any outro Fine. music because. Just leave it like this then. No, but I just, hopefully this all works out. And if this works, then you are shortly going to hear two songs that, that are, are going. totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play mine first because. Of course I you can. are. And uh, let me flex my patriarchy. Oh, hey. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. We're sorry we were away so long and we're going to try and get back on track and put an episode every week. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, you can check us out on Instagram, check the show notes, but you can just look for Party Pooper Podcast on Instagram to see all the pictures of the beers we drink and check out our Spotify playlist. 
And uh, that's pretty much it. If you have any comments or feedback or questions, send them to. <laughs> you sound like Stewie when his voice just keeps getting higher and higher. And higher. Oh boy. <laughs> Email is party pooper podcast at gmail.com. Talk to you next time. Bye, love.